Bots for the win. Coming up on this edition of Bots for the Win, we're going to be talking about the two parts to bot software. We're going to be talking about all the ways to get people into your bot and why how to get people into your bot is about to be the next big thing. You ever watch the Winter Olympics? You know that event where they ski and they shoot? It's the biathlon, it's called. I love that event. Absolutely fantastic drama. You know, you got the one guy, he's skied the long distance and he's down on the ground. He's trying to get the bullets into the gun or trying to get the magazine into the gun and he's going to shoot down range. And then his buddy Sven comes up and he plops down and makes a bunch of noise and it takes him off his focus and he mixes the target and they're both going at it. And then maybe Sven beats him. I mean, fantastic drama in that event. Great event. What does that have to do with bots and specifically the two ways? A great way to think about bots is that event. You've got to do some skiing before you can do any shooting. You don't like guns? Fine. Charge subject. I get it. Let me switch gears. Think on ramps and freeways. You can't get on the freeway without finding an on ramp first. And I think that analogy actually works really well as well. So if you want a lot of people in your freeway, i.e. in your bot experience, you're going to want to make sure you have plenty of on ramps and that you have signs clearly posted and you drive traffic from all over the city onto the on ramp onto your freeway. So if you do want to get people onto your freeway and you do, you do. Right. In order to do that, you know, you, you want to understand all of the available tools that you have in your disposal and your arsenal to create on ramps. That's a great place to start. And I think also why the last episode, which was Facebook contest with Messenger, a.k.a. is the greatest marketing technique of 2018 and beyond is so doggone powerful because it's a super cheap and effective way to on ramp customers onto your freeway or to have them take an on ramp or an on ramp. Now, a quick sidebar before we really get rolling on this, I think there's a common misconception out there with a lot of people. And how do new people usually think this works? They think you walk up to your magic chatbot program and you go, hey, hey, bot. Uh, uh, yes, Patrick, how can I help you? I need you to put my existing email list plus my contact list plus all my personal contact lists and my bot list, please, because I'd like to start marketing to these folks. Uh, I'd like two orders of Shaolin Bao for lunch from the dumpling place and give me the weather report as you're tying your shoes in the morning. Uh, and you're going to be marketing into them that afternoon. And, and I'm here to tell you, nope, that's not how it works. How it actually works is you have to start out fresh with consent, with tacit approval uh, uh, for every new person that opts into your bot. You can't upload a list. Uh, you, can't, you can't save it as a CSV and copy and paste it or any of that. Uh, you have a 20,000 person email list. That is absolutely fantastic. I'm proud for you. It's great work. There's some things you can do with that. But you're also going to have to get those people one email at a time into your messenger experience. And that's something you absolutely want to do. So it, it, it's kind of cool in that regard in the sense that the playing field has sort of, sort of been leveled, right? Which is, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and it also, you know, especially, especially means that you want to understand all of the various different on-ramps that you can use to get people onto the freeway, into your bot experience. And so what I prepared for you today is the top 10 ways that people can get into your bot experience that they can get onto the freeway. Now, number one, they open Messenger and they search, right? You're going to hear me say this on this podcast and likely at the end of every single solitary podcast, you ask people to pull out Messenger on their phone. They can do it on the desktop too, but let's just be honest and stick with the phone. Pull out Messenger on your phone, search for your company name, your brand name, your service name, whatever it might be, and hopefully they know what your logo looks like. They identify you that way. They enter your bot experience. That's how it gets done. And I think 
like I said in the first episode, I think this is going to end up being the norm. I think this is going to be the future for how we search for companies. You're going to pull out a phone, search for them, or ask your voice assistant to search for them. You're going to be placed into the bot experience, which I think is a killer experience. So it's awesome. That's number one. Number two, they hit your Facebook page and you set your Facebook page, the, you know, the main button you can like, you know, order now, learn more, contact me, send message. I can't remember if the send message is the default, but there's a setting in your Facebook page where they come to your page, they click send message that will place them into the bot experience. And having been talking about this for a while and, and teaching people for a while now doing this, it's funny because a lot of people will, will get started and, you know, they'll stitch many chat or chat or whoever to their bot experience or to their Facebook page rather. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, I got 14 subscribers over the weekend. I don't even do anything. I don't even know how it happened. How did that happen? So this is how it happened. Number one or number two, they either opened messenger and search and click get started, or they hit your Facebook page and found out that way. So that answers those two questions. Uh, number three, they hit your Facebook messenger link. And so Facebook, I believe it's Facebook that does this. I don't think it's the apps like ManyChat or Chatfield, but I think as soon as you sign up your business page for a messenger account, or as soon as you enable that, it, it gives you a link, which is just like a, a version essentially of your, of your Facebook URL. And that link is kind of your generic catch all. And it's an HTML link, like any other link, right? Like, you know, a link you put anywhere, you click anywhere, you see anywhere, like in an email or wherever. And that link will place them into the bot experience. And, you know, as I'm, as I'm thinking this out, I feel like this is absolutely an episode. It's short enough that it would be really cool to do a video of just the entire podcast uh, going through, showing all the various different things. Maybe even show the uh, the biathlon skiing clip just to, just to be cheeky up there up front. But I'm going to do that. I might do a Facebook Live or YouTube or you know just maybe a, high, a, a super high res video or whatever because it's because it's in depth. So to get that resource, all you have to do is pull that phone out of your pocket, stop jogging for a second, uh, open up Messenger, search for bots the win four words or you can just type bots ftw and click get started you'll see my podcast menu in there and you can pull this one up so that's number three the facebook messenger link now number four uh, I, I i group all of these i sort of truncate all of these into the, what i call the web stuffs right and these are all the traditional website type of tools you've seen for years and years many chat has all of them what do i mean i mean the Call it smart bar or announcement bar or hello bar, that big bar that goes across the top of your website. There's a whole bunch of different providers. ManyChat has one. You can use that to get them onto your freeway. Or a slide in that, you know, a slide in pop up that comes from the bottom or your good old fashioned pop up in the center of the page or the, you know, full screen pop up. Some might call the welcome mat or ManyChat calls it the page takeover. Uh, you can embed buttons anywhere that you can think you would embed a button in your website or elsewhere you can embed a button. And there's also boxes that would like potentially go in a sidebar, like a sidebar widget uh, on any software that you're running really. They even have uh, a landing page, which is, you know, a, you know, you can think of it as a website. I mean, it's a landing page. It's a single page website that's embedded on many chat servers, or I should say hosted on many chat servers that you can deploy. And, you know, you can put in a headline and some subtext and change some colors and you can do it that way. I group all of those collectively into the web stuffs and it's just all the normal web stuff you've seen but you have all of those at your disposal so it's it's handy to think of all the various different times and situations that you can use it in further you don't need to use any of those as catch-alls meaning you don't just have to activate it for your website and say just work uh, on my website and have it pop or slide in or be in the sidebar of every single solitary page you know you can 
create rules. You can have it be page specific. You can customize the language. A lot of lot of nifty little bells and whistles and uh, nuance and tradecraft that can be applied in there. So it's that's a big one. Uh, that's number four, the web stuffs. Number five is the messenger reference URL. Now this is the one that we used in the contest in episode number two. Uh, this is exactly like the you know the the link that we talked about in number three they can hit your facebook messenger link one so this is the same thing except it allows you to customize the experience so whereas before the link would just put you into your generic experience whatever you have as your default replier if you don't it'll just send you in send you into the ether of your bot with the messenger reference url you can customize the language in those and so let's say you're throwing a marketing campaign out there and you're going to post to facebook and you're going to post to Instagram, you're going to post to Twitter, you're going to post to YouTube, and you're going to have a blog post. Well, you can duplicate all five of those messenger reference URLs. You can throw one on each one of those five pages. And each one of those, you can have it start out with saying, hey, Instagram subscriber, hey, Twitter subscriber, hey, YouTube subscriber. So you can do all of that and customize it and put those links absolutely anywhere. That's the one that will go in your Instagram profile or go in an email or go in your YouTube profile or go anywhere links are seen and sold. So. That's a really, really powerful one, uh, an incredible amount of ways to experiment with that one. It's actually one of my favorite ones. Okay, so that's number five. Number six, and we also talked about this in episode two on contest, is the Facebook comments. Uh, what are they called? Yeah, they could just call it Facebook comments. And it's essentially, you know, you author a post on Facebook. If they leave a comment, they can be put into your bot experience and you can get it set. So if they leave any comment about anything, they'll be put into your bot experience or you can set it to a specific keyword like, hey, do you like umbrellas? Then type the word umbrella and I'll follow up with you in Messenger. And so you do that. If they type um, glasses, they're not gonna get put in. But if they type umbrella, they're gonna get put into your bot sequence. And so that's a really, really powerful one. And I think one of the amazing, amazing use cases here is with Facebook Live videos or Facebook video in general. So if you're having some sort of presentation um, or, or you're giving away a lead magnet or a content upgrade, whatever, whatever the case may be, however you like to refer them, then an ebook, whatever, you can just throw a word out on the screen and tell them to leave that comment. And if so, you'll send them the thing in Messenger. You know, I'll follow up and send you the ebook in Messenger. And so there's some people doing some really, really interesting things with this in Facebook Live right now, uh, running presentations or selling courses, doing just about anything. I've seen some, some really interesting usages usages, usage of this particular uh, technique, tactic, if you will. And I've done some interesting ones myself, so I'll, I'm gonna dedicate an episode to it in the future. But that's number six. Now, number seven is customer chat. Uh, this one's something that everybody's familiar with. You know, you've got the basic chat widget down the bottom right-hand corner, bottom left-hand corner. Hey, any questions, Patrick? How can I help you? So you can do that. Uh, this is a fantastically powerful one, again, because if they come and they chat you up in there, you've now got them in Messenger, which resides in their pocket and will be all day long. So great way to start a conversation and then just, just pick it up and, and, and continue it at your leisure. So that's number seven. Number eight, it's a pretty interesting one, actually. It's a pretty interesting one, and it's a Messenger code. And so what it does is it takes your Facebook avatar, whatever, whatever you've chosen as your little avatar image, and it throws it in the middle of what is essentially Facebook's version of a QR code, of that barcode. Uh, it's, it's a little bit interesting looking. It looks like a, a galaxy of like circles and weird little images in it. You've probably seen one around. If you haven't, you know, go Google it. So it puts you in there. You scan that thing. There's a tab on the Messenger app itself that lets you scan the QR code. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll, it'll be in the video. 
and boom, it is a snappy experience too. I got to tell you, it's actually pretty awesome. Now, I'm not a fan of QR codes. I've never been a fan of QR codes. Uh, uh, I've got that Amazon thing that like magnetizes to your refrigerator and you're supposed to scan whatever household good you're done with and then it's automatically going to be placed in your cart. That thing sucks. I've never used it. So I, I just never used it. I just never got any of these things. The thing, I'm sure the thing works fine. This, though, is a little bit of a game changer, in my opinion, and I think it could end up being the norm, whether it's this one or someone else that ends up winning this game, because let me explain. Um, and let me come up with a couple of examples. One, let's, let's say you're in the tube in London and you're waiting and there's a billboard there and you're like, oh, wow, that billboard's kind of interesting and it's got some really catchy headline and some copy and then there's a little messenger code and you see somebody else do it and you're like, ooh, they would have did it. I'm going to go and do it. So you go up and scan it. You know, this has been tried in the past and I think in the past you would have seen a barcode and maybe it would have taken you to a website. Do websites kind of suck on mobile phones and they always have. So it wasn't that compelling of an experience, and then you close the browser out and you lose your internet connection, you're done, it's over. Now, it's gonna place you into a bot experience, it's gonna be super interactive, it's gonna tell you about that product. And oh, by the way, if you're underground, in the tube, you have crappy internet, as soon as you get up, that thing's still gonna be sitting there in your bot experience waiting for you. So that's a that that becomes an interesting use case. Uh, in, in use case number two, let's, let's go back to my artist buddy, and this was kind of the capacity that I thought of it in, is, you know, uh, your, your dentist is like, Hey, you know, uh, Patrick, I know you're a phenomenal artist. Uh, my walls are looking really bare in here. Why don't you give me a couple of pieces on loan and you can sell things. And you, maybe you did that in the past and you put little prices under it, or you said, you know, inquire within and the, the receptionist gave you a business card. Okay. Well, look in the context of a doctor's office. What are people doing? You're sitting around bored or the dentist rather you're sitting around bored, uh, probably dreading what's about to come as they drill your teeth because you haven't been brushing or flossing. So you're waiting. You know, you have some time, you're mucking around with your phone anyway, it's what everyone does now. And so now there's this artist that you like, and now you go up and you scan that little code, and then the next thing you know, you're greeted with a video where the artist says, hey, thanks so much uh, uh, for checking out my paintings in the doctor's office, or however, whatever whatever video you decide to have in the, in the welcome sequence, like, that's pretty cool. And then the next thing you know, they're browsing the rest of your work in an app that quickly, kind of impressive, right? Uh, number three, and I think, just to come up with a third example, I like the rule of threes, that, that I heard, I'm kind of into crypto and I think somebody said we're going to like put the entire um, food distribution network in the blockchain so you can like track where your peach came from. It's going to be encoded in the blockchain and what truck driver drove it to the supermarket and that's going to be in the blockchain and then the supermarket and all that. That sounds far-fetched, the blockchain part especially, but the rest of it, not so much. Like, you know, I, I live out here in California. People take their food pretty serious out here. To be able to think that you could walk up to a bucket of produce and go and scan it and then actually see exactly what farm it came from. And maybe that farm has a bot experience. And, you know, it's uh, uh, Farmer Pilkington. And he's talking about his sustainable practices and how he's an organic farmer and what type of soil he uses and what else he grows. And if you'd like anything else, uh, you know, here, have any feedback, send it to me. That's a pretty cool experience. I could actually see people doing that. And by the way, uh, one of you guys is building bots. Get over to Farmer Pilkington's. He's going to need one stat. So I think that could be a potentially really, really powerful one. And that's messenger code number eight. Number nine is Facebook ads, what they call JSON code. And I can't remember what JSON stands for. I always, I always mix these acronyms up. But it's JavaScript. I don't know who knows something. And this is all your Facebook and your Instagram ads. It allows you to you know, make the make the bot experience a little bit more customized, a little bit more tailored rather than just, you know, using a messenger reference link where it says get started. It's a little generic, right? So this one lets you customize that language before they click get started. They still have to click get started and get into your bot. But this is what you would use if you're going to advertise anywhere on Facebook or Instagram or any of the other properties or messenger for that matter. So 
hugely powerful one. Uh, a number of really, really cool techniques and tactics emerging with this one already. Uh, amazing, amazing in remarketing campaigns. Amazing, uh, especially if they visited some of your most profound or, or you know, high converting or high signal of intent pages and they didn't buy or they didn't convert. You throw up an FAQ, you say, hey, saw you at the page. Most people have questions like this, this, and this. Uh, send message and we'll follow up. Like That's powerful, right? That's, that's really gonna work for you. So whole other episode on that too. I'm teasing all kinds of stuff. That's number nine. Number 10 is the checkbox. And we've all seen this before. You know when you make an e-commerce purchase and you fill out all your information in the credit card information and then maybe at the bottom of the checkout page or on the second page or third step or you know if it's a multi-step process there's a little checkbox down there and you've got to check the box and they always, it's always checked by default hey uh, sign up for our updates or sign up for our newsletter da, 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 da. so you can use facebook messenger in this capacity now and you can throw that little box in there and if they click it, they're automatically placed in your bot and you can send them broadcast, which is awesome. And, you know, I use this for PayPal. I love it. I click that little box to send my updates to PayPal. And now every every time I, you know, do a transaction on PayPal, boom, it hits me in Messenger right away, which, you know, I like a little bit better for some reason than text messages, but I think it's cool. So it's a good way to, to monitor it and keep an eye on it. So that's number 10, a number of different ways you can use that. That is an extremely, extremely high leverage one if you're a high traffic site and you know you're getting a lot of transactions a day or a lot of form fillouts a day or a lot of opt-ins a day to be able to throw that excuse me to throw that at the bottom uh, uh, which is going to cost you absolutely nothing to do you can start siphoning off a bunch of that traffic a bunch of that attention into your bot sequence so that's one really to look at if it's if it's situational for you now that's the top 10 ways that people can get into your chat bot uh, those are your on-ramps to get people onto the freeway and as we as we kind of zoom out from that, I think you know when you go back over the last ten years, like what is what is what does the last ten years look like out there in marketing land? I mean, how many blog posts, podcasts, webinars, videos, this, that's the others, how to get people to your website, how to get people on your email list, how to get more Facebook followers, how to get more Instagram followers or Twitter followers or Snapchat followers, the top ten ways to get Instagram followers from. Blah, 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 blah. Right, like we've been we've been bombarded with those posts for years and years and years and years, and I'm telling you, we're just going to add another one to the pile. There's not even a new concepts and Adam and Eve in the garden. So you're about to see everywhere top ten ways to get people into your chatbot. The number one growth hack to get free chatbot subscribers in just every type of post imaginable on how to get people into the chatbot. Right? I mean, everybody's going to be talking about how amazing. The experiences with chatbots, all these amazing things you can do with chat. Oh, I booked my own appointment. Oh, I paid for dinner in my restaurant. Oh, I had such incredible experience. I met the artist. All of that is fantastic. But all of that is putting the cart before the horse. You got to get them onto the freeway to be able to have those incredible experiences. You have to get them up and over the on-ramps and into your experience, right? You can't put the bot, right? How did I get? You can't put the floor to the wind part in front of the bot, right? You got to put it after. So if you want success and you want to do well with your bot, I think number one, understanding that and like going into it with understanding that is going to be a critical part of any bot building, bot atmosphere, bot whatever, uh, bot operations is getting people into your bot and all of the ways of getting people into your bot. And I think once you understand that, you, you, you really put yourself to the task of A, figuring out, hence this episode, all of the ways that you can get people in and then B, figuring out you know, how to diversify yourself 
and how to spend some time, devote some time of, of your bot work, of your bot craft, I'm gonna come up with some keyword point, uh, to getting more people into your bot. And then also too, to, to not getting, you know, not getting complacent with just one technique if it's working. You really wanna diversify yourself, have a number of different lines in the water. So if you're new and you hear that, I think you're gonna be in a great place because that's gonna be in the back of your head. Hey, what are my strategies gonna be for getting people into the bot? You know, you're not gonna go spend three weeks building a doggone bot and then realize you're not getting any people in it because you don't have any traffic, you've got problems. So I think that's important if you're, if you're new and you're just getting started. But for those of you that do, are, are, you know, are existing and, and, and are doing pretty well, um, you know, I think it's incumbent upon all of us to constantly be thinking of new and creative ways to get you in there. And I think that is a fascinating topic and a fascinating study, right? Because all of the crazy techniques in order to do this, the playbooks are being written for this right now. It's so nascent, it's so new that we're starting to see a lot of sharp and extremely creative marketers come up with some pretty amazing stuff. I've got, I've got a few arrows in my quiver, quiver there too that, that I'm gonna podcast about, so I'd love to tell you about. So I think it's important to be thinking along those lines. I think especially in the context of content marketing, there exists some incredible opportunities. I mean, if you look at this on the surface, you know, what if you replaced every single solitary email form on your entire doggone website with a chatbot experience? a chatbot widget of whatever kind? What if you, instead of doing post-specific lead magnets into an email list, into a sequence, you did a post-specific lead magnet into a bot experience? If you believe, like I do, that the bot experience is a better experience than email, and moreover, it's not a zero-sum game, you can, you know, and, and again, I keep, I keep teasing these things that we're gonna get into, but you, you know, you obviously, the minute you get somebody into your bot, you wanna try and get their email address, always, and you always wanna have both, that's the best experience. But I, I believe with content marketing especially, like there exist fantastic ways to move everything, all of your email capture, all of your lead magnet delivery, all your content upgrades, whatever you wanna call it, all into a bot-based experience. And I think what's going to emerge is, is just an amazing set of guidelines on how best to do that and some of the things that you can do because you really, you know, you can provide a better experience in there, in, in, in my estimation, than you can, uh, uh, sending them an email and then sending them another email. You just, you just, you just have more tools that you're disposable with the bot. So I think, I think that's a fantastically important thing. And I think that's going to be a big theme of 2018, 2019 and to continue is how to get people into your bot experience. So I think it's an important episode, a good one to have early on. Now, um, the first two episodes, as I finished them up, uh, I did this idea of a bot teardown or bot inspiration or bot sandbox, whatever I'm calling it. I think, TBD about whether or not that's a good idea or not. I do think, as I've said, is a personal discipline and as you get better at building bots and getting more into it, it's a great idea to go out and experience other bots that are out there to see, to taste, to touch, to go through things, to get creative ideas, to borrow some concepts from here and there and mix them into your bot. And, and, and especially not just Facebook Messenger because as I stated in the first episode, there's, you know, there's new norms, there's new fundamental paradigms that are emerging. Like, you know, what, what do I mean by that? Like, you know, if you see a play button, on top of a video thumbnail, you are trained. We all know that means play, right? So in these bot experiences, menu aspects are starting to emerge, you know, basic behavior that everyone's gonna use every time and is trained. And so I think you really start to see that when you move from one bot profile to the next, to the next, to the next. So I'm kind of ranting about that, but I think it's important to experience the touch and taste a whole bunch of different bots. So I'm doing a whole lot of that as is. I'm recording the ones that I like. 
I'm hoping that provides value. I'm not sure if it does. I'm not sure if you're just going to listen to this at the end of the episode and be like, dude, stop with that. I got everything I need. I don't need you ranting about a bot. So we'll see if you get to the, my bot experience, I'll probably ask you in a little survey and we'll see what those results look like, but I'm going to keep rolling with it for the short term. Now, the one today is sort of a famous bot and it, it emerged early on as like, you know, media darling, everyone was talking about it. And it's, it's sort of really relevant because uh, it's a sports team. It's the Golden State Warriors and they're in the NBA playoffs. I don't really know anything about basketball, but I know that I know that much. So this is a really, really cool bot. And what I want to focus on um, about this particular bot is the menu. And I think I think a menu as you're getting started is a great thing to look at and go out and taste and touch a few of them and see what's possible. This one really opened up my mind whenever I saw it, like nine months or a year ago, whatever, and whenever it came out. And it's it's a really, really interesting menu. It's a really sort of profound because a, a, a NBA team, a sports franchise is like 50 different businesses, right? It's like amazing. It's live events. It's all the content marketing and media. It's its own television studio really at the end of the day, right? With all the broadcasts and the clips and the highlights and the scores. And then in addition to that, it's the whole entire merchandise empire portion of it. So that is a gigantic e-commerce store. So there's so many different pieces to this particular type of an experience. And they did a great job highlighting just what's possible in a bot menu and it subscribing for updates to the games and seeing highlights and seeing the upcoming schedule and consuming the media and a full-fledged pretty slick e-commerce store so it is it's 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 a really really good one if you're just getting started so i will put my entire teardown of going through that and all of the various different steps into the show notes which are easily obtained by pulling out your phone uh, opening up messenger Searching for bots for the win. You can search for bots for the win or bots FTW. You see my little chatbot logo holding up the World Cup trophy? That's me. You can get into that bot and you get to see my version of a podcast menu, which I think is kind of cool. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. And as always, have a great day. <laughs>